right. Well, welcome back to another edition of Pigskin Pickers Podcast. I'm Tim Trainer, and I'm here along with uh, Steve Hill, who's on the road. Of course, not driving and talking on a cell phone. That'd be crazy. He's in the passenger seat. Steve, how are you, and where are you? Uh, just outside of Spokane there, Tim, with a smile on my face at 4 and 0. Yeah. Are you driving straight to, to Minneapolis? I got head back to Pendleton. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, that. Was an inc- you know a Monday night win, kind of with uh, with uh, we picked you last week that got us off to a three and two uh, winning week. So that was nice to to get us back in the winning side and a big Monday night win to cap off uh, one of the most uh, surprising teams in the NFL, huh? Yeah, and I know uh, the Vikings. You know, the technical coming out party was that Sunday night game, but I felt pretty strongly that that Monday night game we just saw was going to be the true yeah. coming out party. And when I saw Randy Moss uh, <laughs> flowing into that big galley horn, the big Viking horn, uh, to kick it off, and that wonderful stadium, uh, you know, it's great they delivered. And, and uh, Bradford continues to impress with his accurate passing. And that tandem of Ostiata and McKinnon's doing just fine with AP on the sidelines. And, yeah. Um, you know, the defense just keeps clicking. That was a, I, I thought it just a dominating performance. Yeah, I mean, to see uh, Xavier Rhodes just shut down Beckham and get his head the way he did, uh, you know, I just, for obvious reasons, was very, very satisfied with that outcome and uh, looking forward to. Another home game for Minnesota against Houston before Minnesota's bye week. I think they've got an excellent chance of winning that one. So um, everything's good in Viking land right now. All right. And it's also good in Bronco land. Uh, the 4-0 Denver Broncos are one of the other undefeated teams. And our local uh, Bronco fan, George Plavin, the, wearing a Super Bowl ring uh, <laughs> right now. Um, who would be, what, what, do you th- what do you guys think the line would be in a neutral field? Vikings Broncos right now. Well, that would be a defensive showdown. Yeah, I bet that line's probably Broncos by three. Maybe Broncos by more than that. I don't know. Yeah, it depends on uh, George. I'm not looking that far ahead. Yeah, you you don't have the Super Bowl matchup yet written down. I mean, it'd be a hell of a deal, but uh, I just I think that's going to jinx me, man. Yeah, we already got Peter King at SI. Uh, picking Bradford as the NFL MVP after the wow. first four games. Wow, that's if incredible. If that isn't Jake's-worthy, I don't know what is. Could the, could the Denver Broncos still be the most surprising team in the NFL? I mean, the Vikings are up there with the, all their injuries and still being so good. But the Vikings, the Broncos had a lot of uh, holes to fill. You know, I, I don't know about you, Steve, but I'm definitely more surprised by Minnesota's performance this year than I am with Denver's. And maybe that's just because I'm so familiar with Denver. Yeah, yeah they're Super Bowl champs. So. But the Broncos, I mean, not only are they Super Bowl champs, but they won with terrible quarterback play last year. They won in spite of Peyton Manning and really didn't get much better from, from uh, Brock Osweiler. So I really was not super concerned, or, or as concerned, I should say, with Trevor Semyon and Paxton Lynch coming into this year. I figured the defense could still win the bulk of their games for them. Uh, 
despite losing Malik Jackson and Danny Trevathan. But when Adrian Peterson and Teddy Bridgewater go down for Minnesota, I thought their season was torpedoed. Well, all three of our teams were our winners last year. We had the Bengals uh, as big favorites, and they thumped Miami. We had Denver as favorites, who thumped Tampa Bay. And uh, Minnesota came through for us Monday night with their win. Um, so that went, we lost uh, Carolina, who got whooped. we got to talk about them. They're 1-3 now. And we also lost Tennessee, who uh, somehow lost that game against Houston, a big punt return that, that killed them. About uh, a three and two week, and uh, we go into week five here uh, with some interesting, interesting games. Um, Steve, I know. You, well, Jim, Jim uh, if I may, and I know this broadcast is going to be a little herky jerky with me on the phone, but yeah. I did want to point out for our uh, listeners that the uh, super contest consensus picks finished one and four. Wow, they are on a heck of a slide, huh? Yeah, that's impressive, and it kind of feels like we turned a corner. Because looking at these week five games, I, you know, I've I've been struggling to pick five five games each week, and I I've got some some uh, games I feel a lot more confident about. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I just wanted to say on on the subject of uh, the question George just answered, I, I'm totally with George. I think that uh, Denver is a wonderfully gifted team, and everyone knew it. I think. I think the Vikings, uh, they're surprising people, and I give Coach Zimmer a lot of the credit. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think Denver would be this great. I, I You know, with a brand-new quarterback, um, I, I thought they were going to take a step back, uh, not to be a bad team again. And, and I, I guess maybe that's more surprising that I thought Minnesota could have gone 4-12 and without their quarterback, without their two best offensive players. I thought Denver might be an 8-18, and you know, I mean, with just so much so many questions, but... They're both pretty impressive, and both have to be among the most talked-about teams in the league. Uh, so a quarter of the season's done. Um, we've got some teams that are really that we thought were going to be good that are really on the hook and really have some must-win games this week. I think we can use that to our advantage. The game tonight is the Arizona Cardinals minus 3.5 at San Francisco. Uh, we like to stay away from these Thursday games. It doesn't look like Palmer's starting. Um, do you think Arizona is a lost cause, Steve? Yeah, I wanted to ask you, because I know you like taking um, underdogs on occasion. Yep. And what do you think about the 49ers stealing one? I, I'm I'm intrigued, actually. Um, I, I think Arizona is a lost cause. I think uh, they're the team that kind of fell over the hump. We, we, you know, we talked last week that we want to kind of target them. They proved us right last week. Um, gosh, San Francisco is just not very good. I mean, if they're playing anybody else, I'd be excited to bet against Arizona. But I don't know. Do you think Arizona's or San Fran's good enough to win a game at home Thursday night? Yeah, I, I'm very tempted to go with the Niners. I need to know what George thinks. George, it's hard to put your money on Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Let's let's give that a pencil. That's a question mark because I'm intrigued enough by the 49ers. Um, that, but the Sunday, the, the first game is, is Minnesota. And, man, they just keep playing uh, good teams. Uh, they're finally getting some credit from Vegas. Uh, they're 4-0 against the spread this uh, this year already, just along with 4-0 uh, straight up. They're 6.5 now at home against Houston. Um, 
I'm not impressed with the Texans, but uh, that's the that's the most Minnesota's been given all year, Steve. Do we stick with them? I saw the spread. I checked Vegas's line about an hour ago, and it, it's going to seven in some books. And I told my lawyer buddy up here, uh, who's working on his case with me, that if we, if if you and I could get the fights given six and a half, we ought to do it seven. I wasn't sure. All right. Well, we can get them so at six and a half. Let's do it. All right. Uh, yeah, they've been good to us. They're four and zero on the season. Uh, we'll let them ride. Houston stinks. I'm sorry, um, George. That's your quarterback from last year. Do you, are you, you sold on Osweiler? I really haven't seen Osweiler take a big step forward the way I thought he would, given the confidence that Houston had in him. I thought he really could become one of the the good young quarterbacks in the NFL anyway, and it, it he still has time but it hasn't happened yet and facing that defense in a tough building at Minnesota I I think that it's it's very possible Minnesota covers that spread and covers it easily yeah I I think Houston's a a mediocre team in a bad division and that, that and losing JJ Watt for the right. season is deflating for exactly. that defense yeah all right. What do you think Osweiler does under pressure? I think under pressure, Osweiler can be forced into some mistakes and some bad throws, and I think he's proven that through four games so far this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a different different game when you don't have the Denver defense. Huh? I like uh, Xavier Rhodes matching up on DeAndre Hopkins as well. All right. Well, let's take yeah, your Aaron Smith back there. Yeah. Let's yeah. Take the All right. We'll do it. Um, the next game, and it's a game I'm intrigued by again. It's in Miami. Two bad teams, Miami and Tennessee. Miami's three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, we bet Tennessee and lost last week, but I like them in this, in this, uh, in this game. It's kind of a must-win game for both teams. They're both one and three. Um, Miami is a lot farther back in the, in the standings because the, they've got New England in their uh, division. But I like Tennessee to win this game, Steve. Uh, you think they've got a they got a shot there, or is that those just two bad teams and there's not enough to to make a decision on? Well, is Marcus going to feel more at home around the beach? Maybe I think that's right. I think that's yeah. right. <laughs> that's, well, there's a hurricane there right now, so uh, I know there might be some decent waves. I like it. All right, let's go. Feeling at home down there. Let's go with the visitors during the hurricane week. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, the next game is the return of Tom Brady. And uh, Vegas loves that because they've got New England 10.5-point favorites at Cleveland, a pretty soft spot for return for Tom. Uh, does he just uh, scorched earth? What do you think, George, uh, Tom, Tom's return? At a bad Cleveland Browns team? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you gotta like uh, I, I think you gotta like New England coming out guns blazing in that one. There could be a quarter or a half of rust, maybe. You think, Steve? Uh, ten and a half is that just too much? How many tight ends does Brady have? Yeah, it's that's and Gronk? that's a question mark. I think at this point, I, I haven't heard a I haven't heard a for sure go on Gronk, and he might stay out. But they might be able to beat Cleveland by two touchdowns with. With uh, us playing receiver, I don't know. This just what, seems tailor made to be. It's ten and a half. You you know that's a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's a stay away from me. Just with uh, you're the quarterback not having uh, played, you know, had a snap and not gone, not, not been on the team for quite a while, not even been in the building for for weeks. I 
I'd love to. I'd love to see uh, you know to bet against a, a Cleveland blowout, but I'm I'm sticking to I'm I, I I'm against it. I'm I'm passing on it. But I think it's a stay away, but I'll be watching. But I, I just yeah. I'm worried about a sneaky backdoor cover by Cleveland. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, the next game is a good one. Uh, Pittsburgh is a touchdown favorite at home against the Jets. Uh, the Jets have you know. Thought they'd be a good team. They've looked pretty good. Just haven't won games. They've they've fallen to one and three now. And Pittsburgh just rebounded from that embarrassment to just crush KC there Sunday night. Um, anybody have any any takes on this game? I think the Jets are good, but um, I'm not sure if Pittsburgh's just on a roll. I like Pittsburgh. Seven. Uh, George. I think we take Pittsburgh. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna question mark that because I got some I feel a little more strongly about, but we'll we can we can consider the the, the Steelers at home. Um, on when, on Sunday the Ravens are four and a half point favorites over four point favorites over Washington. That's a stay away for me, Steve. You got any strong feelings on Baltimore Washington? Well, I kind of like uh, it, it's in uh, Baltimore, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, and it's not a big spread. I think Baltimore. Yeah, they, they gave up that late late touchdown there and lost to Oakland, um, which would have made them undefeated. I don't think they're that good. Um, Washington still sticking around. Interesting game. Um, we can question Mark on another home favorite. The other game is uh, Philadelphia coming off a bye at Detroit. Uh, Philadelphia's three-point favorites. I really like the Eagles in this spot. Detroit, I think, is the worst team in the NFL. I don't know. they they got to be in the I bottom five. they got to go Eagles. Yeah, coming off two weeks. Detroit just a just a depressing loss against the Bears, who you know was kind of a let's play for the worst team in the NFC kind of game. Uh, I really like Philly, um, and the three points doesn't bother me. Yeah, I would I, I would put it between Detroit or Miami for the yeah. worst team in the league right, right now. Yep. Cleveland, we always oh well, of course, of course, yeah, of course. They've always got the the bottom. Yeah, rung New England's going to win that game by three touchdowns. I'm telling you right now. All right, um, the Colts and the Bears, an ugly game. Uh, four and a half point lines for the Colts. That's a stick away, uh, at least for me, Steve. You got you got any uh, love for the Let's Colts? Let's run as fast as we can from that one. All right, good idea. Uh, Georgia's Broncos are five and a half point favorites at home against Atlanta. Atlanta team that was really impressive. Um, just whooping the Panthers last week. Um, I'm George. What, what do you think about the Broncos' chances? They do for a down game. Is Atlanta hot, or is this another dome team coming to the outdoors? The tricky part of this game is that the quarterback decision is going to come down to game time, whether or not Paxton Lynch is going to start or Trevor Simeon's going to be healthy enough to get back in there. Uh, I think if Trevor starts the game, uh, this could be uh, Denver covering maybe with a late defensive score kind of thing, sort of the same way they did against the Colts. Could be a lot more interesting with a rookie in there trying to to get it done against a team that can score points and score points in a hurry. Yeah, I'm interested in Atlanta if yeah if 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 you're playing against a backup quarterback. But with those question marks, I think I'm a pass. Steve, are you are you strong on either of those sides? I'm with you. I think Denver is going to cover, but uh, yeah. it's dangerous. Let's stay away. All right. Uh, the next game is, is a Sunday afternoon game that I'm I love. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams somehow are three and one, and they're two and a half point favorites at home against Buffalo. It's hard to bet uh, teams going across country, but the Bills are a team that we gave started zero and two. We kind of gave up on them. They're not that bad. They're gonna they're gonna whoop the Rams. I like them two and getting two and a half points. Steve, do you uh, do you believe in the Bills yet? 
no, but <laughs> I've been wrong before. <laughs> so if you have if you have a strong feeling, Tim, I'm going to jump on your back, and we're going to ride that one to a win. All right, I like that. I'll take that one on me. I'll I'll take Buffalo going cross country, getting a few points. We need a little dog. Um, let's take the Bills. Um, some other interesting games: uh, the Oakland Raiders off that a dramatic win. Uh, on Sunday, they're three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against San Diego. That doesn't seem like enough points to me. I like the Raiders. San Diego just finds a way Raiders. to lose, right? I'm kind of high on the Raiders. I think they got a great O-line. I like that guy Carr. Yeah. And I'm not real high on the Chargers, so let's yeah. do it. George, you're, you're an AFC West man. You're... Something just tells me that San Diego is going to pull out this game. I think Oakland's still a little bit inconsistent, and the Chargers, if they could just find a way to stop tripping over their own feet late in games, yeah, this is a team that could easily be three and one instead of one and three. He's a biased Raider hater. Let's go with the Raiders. <laughs> that might be smart. That might be the smart thing to do. Another, the next game um, is another uh, team that somehow is three and one. The Dallas Cowboys are three and one. Um, they are at home against Cincinnati. The Bengals are one point favorite. I think Cincinnati wins this game. Um, it's kind of a must win for the two and two Bengals. They play New England next week. Uh, if they lose this, they, there's a good chance they'll go to two and four. Um, I think they have to win this game. It's kind of the first real test for Dallas. They've had a pretty easy schedule. I like the Bengals on the road. Um, anybody uh, have a defense for the Cowboys? What do you think, Steve? Absolutely not. All right, let's Absolutely take. Absolutely not. Let, we got to go with the Bengals. One point, Tim. You should feel insulted. I know. I am kind of insulted. Um, yeah, I like the Bengals in that one. Let's do it on the road. Uh, the Sunday night game is the Green Bay Packers seven and a half point favorites over the Giants. Giants just look manhandled against the Vikings. I don't know. Uh, those teams are somewhere in between good to great, uh, but I haven't quite decided what level they're on. Steve, do you like the Packers, or do you think the Giants can keep it close in, in Lambeau? It's, it's at Lambeau. Okay. See, a lot of the talking heads who I respect in football, uh, pro football, are saying the Giants are ready to bust out. Huh. And they just – they're ready for a big game with that trio of talented receivers. Yeah. That said, uh, I think that Lambeau's got enough magic to help us deal with that problematic half point extra that we don't Oof. like. Gosh, we've been uh, burned though on those Packer backdoor covers. They, they've been known to yeah, give up some, some late TDs. But let's just put our fortunes in line with Lambeau magic. I think that's a smart move. All right. We'll, we'll question on the Packers. Uh, we end Monday night with Carolina, who's all of a sudden fallen to one and three and Tampa Bay, who got off that good start. People thought they'd be good. They're down to one and three. This is a, this is a, you know, a loser go home match, I guess. Um, Monday night, Carolina's touchdown favorites. Are they, do they rebound off this and get back to winning? Where is Cam Newton in the concussion protocol? Yeah. Uh, he's somewhere between nine and ten concussions. I, think. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think that's a stay away. I, th- I, think, I think so too. I think those are two teams fighting for their lives, and and things can go uh, crazy there. So why don't we stay away from that Monday night game? So that gives me like uh, some some hard wins: is Minnesota, uh, Buffalo, Oakland, Cincinnati, and gives us our four question marks of San Francisco. 
Tennessee and Green Bay. I would kind of lean Tennessee there. Uh, if anyone can would make a better argument for San Fran or Green Bay. Uh, now well, what about time. our Eagles? Oh, yeah. Jeez, Louise. We got the Eagles. Oh, man. We got too many picks. Um, Minnesota. Philly, let's go Minnesota, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Oakland, Cincinnati. How about that? I like it. What do you think, George? I can't argue with any of those. I think those are some great choices. We'll take Minnesota minus six and a half. We'll take Philadelphia minus three. We'll take Buffalo plus two and a half. We'll take Oakland minus three and a half. We'll take Cincinnati minus one. Uh, went from two and three uh, two weeks ago, three and two last week, and that makes us four to one to five and zero. Oh, right, Steve? Yeah, and I just got to ask the two of you guys: What do you think of that skull chant? I was down on it, and I think it. And I think the next play was like the biggest play they gave up the whole game. I think they were even embarrassed by the chant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. What did you think? It yeah. If you go online and you watch how the Icelanders do it, you'll see what the Minnesota fans are aspiring to. They've right. got a little work to do to clean that up. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of the way I saw. So hopefully it's uh, the beginning of a good uh, tradition. But, yeah, it wasn't very impressive that week one. <laughs> <laughs> They're still breaking in that new building hey, George. there. George. Hey, Steve. George, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I certainly don't see why not. I like I, I big favorites this week. It, it makes sense. I I when you have a, a dominant defense like the the two of those teams really seem to have, it uh, really covers covers a lot of other blemishes on your team. Yeah, I think Denver's just the more uh, has has the bigger possibility for an upset this week just because of their quarterback situation. I th- you know, I think Minnesota is in a stronger position. Okay, well, you know where I'll be watching, and you guys are welcome to join me, but thanks for letting me participate by phone. Yeah, when you're undefeated, we got to let, you know, we got to keep the same uh, traditions going. Okay. Take care, guys. All right. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. All right. Steve is uh, safely uh, traveling back to Pendleton. Uh, George, thanks for uh, joining us when you're uh, undefeated. I think you get to... Hang on the podcast. Hopefully, you know, you'll go 16-0 and, and All right. be a routine uh, weekly uh, member. All right. Believe, uh, believe in that Semian magic. All right. Well, once again, for our listeners, we'll just recap off a three-and-two week last week. This week, we're taking Minnesota minus six-and-a-half. We're taking Philadelphia minus three. Buffalo plus two-and-a-half. Oakland minus three-and-a-half. Cincinnati minus one. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.